Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group. I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen. Today's podcast is another community podcast where I've invited people from our Facebook group, the Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, onto the show to just ask me whatever questions they want. So today we have some ladies from San Francisco, the Philippines, London, Vancouver, Canada. So I love the variety here and I hope you enjoy this one. Hi, so I'm with Callista from San Francisco. Callista, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. So what is your question for me? So I would like to ask you, how do you recalibrate your mindset between your highs and lows during your creative process? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, first of all, naturally, there's always going to be highs and lows during the creative process. There's times like when you're super excited about what you're doing and then there's times where like I feel very stuck or unmotivated or I don't know like how to finish whatever project I'm working on. And I think the way to like, I guess even everything out and balance it out is to not care so much about your project and I know it sounds weird but you have to let go of wanting it to be perfect and you have to let go of just caring about it so much it's more of like just trust that you just do your best the very best that you can in that moment Uh don't regret anything that you've already done and just once you've just done the best that you can put it out and then let it go like Uh don't worry so much about it afterwards I think the hardest part for me is like finishing a project whether I'm like editing a video that's really hard to edit and I don't know Uh how to finish it but I think as long as you take action and push yourself through then everything will be okay in the end and I like there's definitely no ways to avoid the highs and lows because they're going to be there but I think you have to have the mindset of not taking it as seriously as some people do like your work is not your baby it really is just something to work on and and let it go don't care too much about it does that make sense yeah but like as you start building your lavender lifestyle right Mm -hmm. so I know you like to say done is always better than perfect yeah so when you're working so hard towards something there's always bound to be an attachment towards the Mm -hmm. results so What do you usually tell yourself, especially in the very beginning of a journey with Lavender, when no one watches your videos? Mm -hmm. That's why you have to focus on enjoying the process and enjoying the journey Mm -hmm. rather than being attached to the result. And I know it's hard, especially in the beginning. You Mm -hmm. want people to like your work. You want a lot of people to watch it. You want people to follow you. But to be honest, I think the... The way that you can really set yourself free is to detach yourself from the result. Just learn to enjoy creating, enjoy the process, enjoy like, you know, exploring yourself and really focus on that part that you can control because the result, you can't really control the result. Even if you create something that you really like, other people might not like it. Like you really can't predict what's going to happen after the fact 
after creating your work. So focus on enjoying the creative process. And if you really enjoy it, like if you really enjoy making videos or writing blog posts or taking pictures, then you'll do it regardless of what the result is. You'll like, you'll do it for the love of it. And I think that's how you keep that consistency and commitment. Because if you do it just for the result, you're going to get really unmotivated fast because you're going to realize that you're not going to see the results you want right away. That never happens. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like that's what I've been facing a lot for myself. Mm-hmm. Are you specifically working on YouTube or like what kind of content? No, I usually do blog posts and on social media sites like Quora. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what's your topic? It changed a lot throughout the years. It started as a health blog and then it started as my random lifestyle musings. And now I'm especially uh, specializing in personal development. And basically just telling my stories from how I survived from a traumatic accident to, you know, how I recalibrated my mindset throughout that journey, fostering a growth mindset and to becoming where I am right now. Yeah, it sounds like you're very passionate about that topic. Like you have a lot of experience and stories to tell. So focus on how passionate you are about sharing that story. And I think naturally from that excitement and that passion, people are going to receive that well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, thank you. That sounds a lot like freedom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because yeah, stop caring so much about what other people think. Don't care about the results, but just know, just trust that if you are sharing your light and what I mean by that is like sharing just the things that get you excited, the things that make you like, I don't know, that bring out the most in you, which it sounds like you are very passionate about your past experiences and what you've learned from them. When you do that, then naturally people will be attracted to that so you don't have to try so hard just hone in on what your gift is and what what your specific story is and share that as best you can okay thank you that kind of leads me to the next question for you so like as you expand your social Mm -hmm. media presence right many people would have reached out to you right and maybe pour their problems on you yeah and sometimes that their problems could be really negative or you would not know how to approach and help them with their problems, right? So maybe you'll feel like you have become their personal therapist. And I find myself doing that a lot. And I find myself also... Like people reaching out to you? Yeah, and like telling me a lot of their problems to the point where it leads to the topic of suicide, right? And then I would put it off and not respond to them. But then at the Mm. same time, I would feel like, oh, if I do not respond to them, would I think differently? Would would it make them more sad, right? Mm. I want to help them, but I don't really know how. So I wonder, how do you deal in this kind of situations? That's a really good question that people don't ask often because I Mm -hmm. I don't think many people are that like bloggers where people are constantly emailing them. So Mm -hmm. in the beginning of Lavender, I used to try to answer almost all of the emails. Sometimes they would be really long and hard to answer and then I just wouldn't answer them. (laughs) That's a tip for people out there. Don't send emails that are way too long. (laughs) If you really want asking for help, keep it short, Mm -hmm. make it not too difficult. But after a while, it it is too much and it's not my priority to spend all day replying emails because my priority is is like making videos and doing things that are actually my job. Mm -hmm. So more so lately I just direct people to my Facebook groups because I have Mm -hmm. a group where it's a lavender lifestyle community on Facebook where they could ask people for advice and a lot of people are usually really like genuinely want to help so they'll answer so that's what I do now but I think uh, honestly sometimes I don't reply to people just because I want to like don't feel guilty for not replying because you're it's not your priority you really have to first of all think about your own time and what you Mm -hmm. what is important to you and 
you know what I mean? I don't think, I think you have to first respect your own time and yourself. But in the case of if someone is really asking for help, if they're suicidal and you have this intuition inside that's telling you that you want to help them in some way, but maybe you don't know how, I think it's okay to open up the conversation, but keep your email short and well, it's up to you. You can write long, but for me, like time is an issue. I don't want to spend too much time. So I try to keep it short, but, but reply. And I think the fact that you just reply a little bit tells them that shows them that you care and that you want to help. And you might not have, not have all the answers, but you're just, usually I just, say things like I'm here for you I support you and generally everyone just wants to be heard they just want to feel love and acceptance right Mm -hmm. so you don't have to have the exact solutions you don't have to be their therapist but just like a little nice reply Mm -hmm. would be nice if you are called to it but at the same time as a blogger you have to learn like you're not obligated to respond Mm. okay yeah Mm -hmm. thank you All right. Well, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I hope you have a great day. You too. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, so I have Amber Tan from the Philippines here with us. Hi, Amber. Hi, Eileen. So what is your question for me? My question is, do you ever feel tired of being your best self, which is kind of like the image of lavender? Mm -hmm. Self-improvement always has to do with taking concrete steps. And sometimes it's kind of hard to do those things when you're tired. Yeah. How do you regain your energy and how do you balance the need to be authentic and showing your true feelings Mm -hmm. with the need to be consistent and doing things even if you don't feel like doing them? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that basically everybody that you watch online, maybe you think as a viewer that they live a perfect life or maybe you think that they're productive all the time and that's definitely not the case because everybody's a human being we all have our ups and our downs and we go through cycles of like feeling really productive and really on top of things to feeling like really slow lazy sometimes life feels like a struggle and I go through that all the time so it's completely normal and I've learned to not get mad at myself for those down times. I've learned to not feel guilty about those times because I realize that you need to rest and you need to have times where you're not doing so much. You're just giving back to yourself. And you know what I mean? Because you need that to refuel in order to be productive again. So I, yeah, I don't feel guilty about having like, you know, productive moments and not so productive moments. And I think all that matters is that you don't let the laziness get to you. All mm-hmm. that matters is like just don't completely give up and don't completely stay there. You know, I think you can tell when you've been slow or down for too long. <laughs> I think naturally I always yeah. want to like get myself back on the grind. But um, I just let it happen in its own perfect timing. But making sure that I'm always still trying my best at that moment you know when, when you're not feeling so great your best is different from your best on a good day true true but still you, you you do have to keep your eye on your goals and make sure that you're doing the little steps even if it's like a tiny tiny step that you took today I think as long as you know that you're doing something small t- in the right direction then that's all that matters mm-hmm. it doesn't matter about how fast you go as long as you're moving yeah I definitely agree yeah cool So, I mean, my question for you is similar. How do you stay motivated in your life? Oh, well, during my downtimes, I do tend to, like what you said, uh, just keep moving. It's really hard when you completely stop to get back moving again. So even if it's just a little bit at the time, Mm -hmm. something like getting up in the morning and patting yourself on the back for that, 
Yeah. So it's kind of like motivating myself by encouraging myself. Mm-hmm. And I also find it helpful to talk to myself like an actual human being. Like you would talk to a friend. Mm-hmm. Something like when you're feeling down, try to be gentle with yourself yeah. instead of talking badly about yourself, like feeling badly yeah. about it. Yeah. I love that. Be gentle with yourself <laughs> and just give yeah. yourself those pep talks and encouragement. I think it's important mm-hmm. to celebrate like even the smallest wins. Like yes, the fact I that you agree. right? Like you just you woke up today, that's one win. <laughs> if you made your bed or brushed your teeth, that's another win cuz you know, sometimes it's it's hard to even have the energy to do anything. So to mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. anything at all is, is a success in itself. Yes. Cool. And I'm also curious, since you're all the way in the Philippines, like what was the first Lavender video that you stumbled upon? Oh, I actually stumbled upon DIY rose oil because I was going Whoa. through this like zero waste phase. So I was looking uh-huh. through all of the videos on YouTube about that. And I found your rose oil video. But then I started to binge okay. watch everything. Yeah. Aw, <laughs> super cool. Yeah, that, that's a random one. That's because usually <laughs> people find me through like decluttering videos. But yeah, that that is also another one. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Amber. It was so nice to talk to you. Thank you, Eileen. All right. So here I am with Claudia from London. Claudia, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. So what's your question for me? Okay, so I have a question because I find it really interesting when people like you answer it because I know there are a lot of people out there who really struggle when they're starting off their businesses with this. And for a good business and for a good company, you always need a why, but not everybody knows how to find it. So I was wondering, how did you find the reason Mm. behind everything you do? Like, how did you know that you wanted to do this? Yeah, that's a good question. One technique is to ask yourself why five times. So whatever you're trying to do, ask yourself, why do I want to do it? And then you'll have an answer. But just keep asking why, why, why until you break it down to the very core and the very deepest um, part of it. For me, I think... I almost feel like for my personal journey, my why came first and then the hard part for me was the how and the what. But it's important to start with the why. So I think since I was in college, I always had this innate feeling that I wanted to do something good in the world. I wanted to help others or contribute in some big way. And doing corporate jobs, I didn't feel like I was contributing to the world in a big way. And so I knew that why, but I just didn't know how to make it happen. And I think ultimately everybody, if you boil down to like your deepest why, it probably has to do with just wanting to feel loved or wanting to feel like you matter wanting to feel like what you're doing is important, whether it's contributing something positive to society or helping people. I think it really boils down to something similar to that. But I think for each person, like just start with the the surface level goal and break it down and, and see where yours ends up. Completely agree. <laughs> yeah. What would you say is your why? My why, I guess it is working with the earth mm. instead of stealing from it. So I guess it is for me, everything I do, the root of it is the earth is a part of us and we have to take care of it and we have to do the things we do with it. Not just as if if we we were holding her hand, not just walking on her. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And I I mean, I'm curious, what are you currently doing re- related to that? Or what do you want to do related to that? Well, I just, 
I just published a book about exactly that. <laughs> okay, what's the name? Um, it's called Flamai. It is in Spanish, though, so okay, it will be difficult to read for someone who's listening to your podcast, maybe. But that's okay. <laughs> um, it is a it is a fiction, and it's about a story of someone who's awakening spiritually. Someone who's awakening, and yeah, it's like the quest of Ooh. finding who you are, where you are, and this big thing that we call the universe, energy, mm. source, and the connection to everything around us. And yeah, with my social media as well, mm-hmm. I always try to put out the message of working with the earth. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, please share your link to your book and social media because I'll add that to the show notes of this podcast. I'm sure listeners are curious to check it out, even if it's in Spanish. We have a lot of Spanish-speaking listeners as well. <laughs> okay, I'll do. Thank you. Yeah, and I love... I just love hearing that because I can tell that you found your passion and you found what your why is. Because like I said, everybody at the very root of it, everybody has a similar why, but it's in a you're helping the world in a different way. Like you're focusing on Mother Earth and right, like not taking advantage of that. And I, I kind of like to focus more on people and achieving their dreams. Someone else might like to focus on animals and someone else might like to focus on medicine, technology or, or poverty. So everybody has like a purpose in a specific area, right? And I think it's so interesting. Yeah, and that's why I find what you do so, so interesting because I think that before, and we all, like, it's really cheesy to say this, but before we t- can take care of anything, really, we have to be able to take care of ourselves and love ourselves. Yes. And yes. the only way to do that is to feel content and to feel that we own our things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what you do is basically the first step to mm-hmm. be able to take care of the earth, for example. I love it. Oh. You're so great. I could tell that you know your stuff. You you feel so wise. Like, oh my god, you know. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really awesome. admire what you do like your what you put out in the world. I think it's it's not common to see it. Thank you. And I hope more and more people like talk about these topics because I think when I was young, this wasn't very common to talk about. But I think more and more we're opening up to talking about like purpose and self-love and, and all of these topics. Yeah, it's really difficult to find. Mm-hmm. Not so much now, but it's it's been really difficult to mm-hmm. find all these things. And what I really like about what you do is that you connect business and spirituality and it goes hand in hand but people sometimes don't see Mm -hmm. it people sometimes just are too scared of talking about Ayurveda and meditation and energy so yeah Mm -hmm. I think you're brave and you're doing it great (laughs) thank you I'm I'm trying to do my best here Hmm. so you seem like you're so wise can you recommend like your favorite book or resource that you've tapped into that has changed your mindset or life Oh, that's interesting. I guess I started with, I started talking to people around me, like people came into my life and that's like Mm. the universe talking to you, like shaking you up and then saying, wake up girl. So I started talking to people and then (laughs) reading some pages on Facebook and they are websites as well. One is called The Mind Unleashed. And the other one is collective consciousness, I think it is, collective consciousness. And those are topics, like those are websites that Mm -hmm. relate science with spirituality, which is is something that at the beginning, when you're starting, you kind of need so that 
all this magic mm. has an ex like a real explanation. Because if you start with like the most spiritual book, then you're like, yeah. okay, but yeah, can I believe this? Like, how does that matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I believe it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, those I would recommend the Mind Unleash and Collective Consciousness. Those two. All right. Thank you so much, Claudia. You're such a joy to talk to. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I hope you have a great evening. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. So now I have Esther from Vancouver, Canada, with us. Hi, Esther. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Eileen. How are you? I'm doing well. So, what do you got to ask me? All right. So I have two questions. Uh, the first one is more about business and productivity. So I've been struggling with balancing school, work, and creating my own new brand and blog. So, what is your routine and schedule for balancing the variety of work that you do?、Mm. I think the most effective thing that I've learned that works is really batching your time, so that you're not constantly switching between different projects and different tasks in one day. So it, it's better to just like. Keep all your focus on one project or task for a day, or as long as you need. For example, like this week, I blocked out the whole week to record podcast interviews. So I'll have like three to five calls a day for just podcasts, and I haven't shot any videos this week since I'm I'm really just focusing on podcasts this week. But then other weeks, I'll maybe sh- focus on shooting videos or editing videos or planning out like my workbook, and and you know what I mean. You have to. A lot, a certain block of time to work on that project, and it, it varies depending on what you're working on. Because some projects are ongoing, but for for me, like I try to block it out on a weekly basis. Normally, I'm not recording podcasts. Normally, my Mondays and Tuesdays are for shooting videos. When like Tuesdays and Wednesdays, like editing. Thursdays are usually when I have meetings with people. Thursdays and Fridays, actually. So I try not to have meetings and calls with people Monday. Through Wednesday, so that I can focus all my time on being creative. So that's what's helped me. It's not, it's not perfect, but yeah. Okay, that's awesome. That'll probably help me a lot just to manage my week and just see like what I should do for my own、uh, work and school. Yeah, I mean, what what is the brand and blog that you're trying to build on the side? So I'm currently going to school for interior design、Ooh. and. So I want to just build like a blog for interior design as well as a brand, like so people get to know me as well.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, I I think it'd be great because like you, it's a place for you to share your aesthetic and your style and communicate with people. And I think in the future that's how people will find you and like hire you as an interior designer, right? Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to start from like the beginning where I'm still new at everything,、mm-hmm. but just get to have connections and brand myself a bit more. Yeah. And what year are you in school? I'm in my first, well, second year, and、uh-huh. I'm almost done my certificate. By、okay. summer, and I'll be continuing with my diploma. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's cool that you're starting now, even when you're in school. Sometimes people wait till after, but I think with a brand, like the best time to start is now. So even if you're not working on it like a lot, it's it's good to be working at on it maybe like a couple hours a week. Yeah, exactly. I've been like always wanting to make my own blog, but I don't. I'm、mm-hmm. not sure how to do it or like. Oh, like, will I have enough content and all that? But I just、mm, want to get started、yeah. and 
just try. Yeah, that's the right mindset. And then you learn as you go anyway. Like you'll figure things out. Yeah, exactly. Cool. What's been like the most surprising thing you've learned in this journey so far? I just feel like I've learned that like I have so much more potential than I think I would or like I just feel like if I just do it without mm. being so fearful and like overthinking things then like I could bring out so much more to like myself mm -hmm. and the work I do as well as like to help other people as well yeah I love it yeah, you got you got it right, girl. <laughs> awesome. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. All right, I hope you enjoyed today's conversations with our community members. If you're interested in being part of a future community podcast, make sure you join our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group. So just look up Lavender Lifestyle on Facebook and you'll find it. Join the group. In there, we talk about personal development, lifestyle design, anything related to Lavender and the podcast. But every once in a while, we'll put up a post asking for submissions for the community podcast. So keep an eye out for that. All right, love you all so much.